Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Ted Wagner. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Episode 117 of Switchcraft is also brought to you by opseats.com. Head on over there. You can get fantastic gaming chairs that really feel more like a car seat than a desk chair. Uh, Extremely comfortable chairs. And for $10 off your order, please use the coupon code RUNJUMPSIT. That's opseats.com. Use the coupon code RUNJUMPSIT for $10 off your chair. Thank you to the, to OP Seats for sponsoring this episode of Switchcraft. Okey-dokey. Switchcraft is recorded live three times a week, 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern on Tuesday, Thursday, and also on Saturday at whatever time the universe allows. Um, I, that's totally a lie this week, though, because I'm recording this right now on Monday. It's the 4th, and I've got a meeting tomorrow, so... Uh, If you're listening to this early, then you were either here for the live show or you're a patron. Otherwise, it'll be in the feed at the normal time. Uh, But if you were here for the live show, then I'm going to say your name right now. Head on over to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp to join chat and be part of uh, this awesome community. Uh, We've got Vaxer is here, Joel Mead, um, Aerslia is here as well. Uh, let's see, scrolling, Shabru is here, Aerslia, oh, I already said Aerslia, Kodiak Moonwolf is here, uh, going through, Link31254 is here, Penguin811, who is also known as Kid Curdy, is here, and I think that I got, nope, uh, TF Wagner, our sponsor, or our, our patron for today is here as well, and I think that might be everyone, uh, outside of the, uh, outside of the, uh, lurkers, who I can see, I can see that you're here, but you're not saying anything, and that's okay. Just being here is enough. So thank you guys for that. Uh, let's start with a review. Um, Joel Mead, 24, he's right here. He uh, he gave five stars uh, for an Apple Podcast review, and he said, I've been listening for five months now. The show is consistently great. RJ brings a perfect blend of voice, sound quality, knowledge, level-headedness, variety, and depth. On top of that, he brings a nice personality personality to the table as well. I really enjoy his self-deprecation and his thick skin for when Discord members like me razz him on things like his cat. Keep up the great, incredible work. Great, incredible? Maybe we'll just say great. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe I typed something wrong here. Uh, keep up the great work. Uh, best Nintendo podcast on the planet. Anyone who says otherwise will get a sideways look across the room from me. Thank you, RJS. Well, thank you very much, Joel, for writing in. I appreciate it. Uh, the reviews help. Uh, we're down to 4.5 average stars because of a couple of bad reviews that we got. If you guys could really do me a, uh, do the show a favor and help me out and just head on over to Apple Podcasts if you use it and uh, review the show there. Um, five stars helps uh, bring us back up to that five-star average, and that'll help more people um, find the show that way. I also received an email 
if you want to email the show, you can do so at runjumpstomp at gmail.com. This one reads, Hey, RJS, a friend of mine bought a Switch for his two sons for Christmas. He's looking for some game ideas that the seven and nine-year-olds can play individually and together. While I know it heavily depends on the person, I wonder if you have any Christmas game ideas. You've always had great recommendations of both mainstream and independent games, and I've appreciated the uh, every review and recommendation. Thanks, Tom, uh, the big nerd. Uh, well, I've got a few recommendations for you. Uh, the first one, since we're talking about a couple of kids, I would say... Uh, the Lego games are fantastic. Really, really fantastic games. They're not for me. I don't like playing them, but my son loves them. And uh, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2 just came out for the Switch, or or it's coming out soon. I can't remember which. Uh, also, there's Lego City Undercover. Those are two... Um, well, I haven't played Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, but Lego City Undercover is my all-time favorite Lego game. Uh, game. Uh, Really, really fun game to play. Uh, Very funny game. Now, I think on the Switch it has multiplayer, but on the Wii U it did not. I'm not sure 100% that it does or it doesn't, so make sure that you check that out. Um, Other games that I would recommend outside of uh, the Lego games, I would say ARMS is a very, very fun game. It's a it's a fighting game, but there's nothing gruesome about it at all. So uh, it's all very playful and and uh, harmless in its own Nintendo way. Um, I I would have people throwing things at me if I didn't say Mario Kart. Mario Kart is a great game for multiplayer. Uh, not so great for uh, single player. I mean, you can definitely play it single player, but it really shines when you're playing multiplayer. Now, luckily... Uh, there's online so you can play it against other people online and you don't have to worry. Nobody can talk to, uh, your kids because Nintendo's got that stuff locked down real hard. Um, the one thing that I would keep in mind is if they've not played it before, they're going to get their butts kicked when they play online. Uh, and there's no two ways about it. I've been playing Mario Kart games for years. I constantly lose when I play online and you know, there, there's a good thing to that in, in that it'll teach them to lose, and that's something that I think a lot of student, a lot of kids, they don't learn these days. They don't learn how to lose. There's too many parents who let their kids win at everything uh, because they don't want their kid to be upset. And I totally get why they would do that. But at the same time, if you never learn how to lose uh, in a safe place with your parents, then what's going to happen is later on when you when you inevitably do lose, that you know the kid might show how upset they are in public and that's not good um single player games that are also fantastic multiplayer would be super mario odyssey kid curdy is recommending super mario odyssey um i've played that mostly single player i played a little bit of it uh on multiplayer with my son joined me uh one of you controls mario the other controls mario's hat cappy and it was pretty cool um but really i feel like that's a better experience playing that single player um I will tell you a game that I played with my son, who's nine, uh, is Shovel Knight, and we had an absolute blast playing playing Shovel Knight multiplayer. Now, this again is a game where it's very, very difficult. Uh, you're going to have trouble uh, getting past stuff sometimes, and you know if they're younger, they might be more inclined to quit. Uh, just keep that in mind before you pick that game up. It's a really good game, though. Um, Shubru in chat is recommending Puyo Puyo Tetris. That's a really great game to play, 
and, and that that that's up to four players. So you know you could you could join your kids. And um, the one thing that I will tell you is that you can set the handicap uh, so that when you're playing, uh, the game plays a little bit faster. Um, whereas the kids will, will give them more time to equivocate and figure out what it is that they're going to do. Um, that kind of evens the playing field and makes it so that they have a chance to beat, to, to win against you. Um, whenever I play it, my wife and I, we, we like to play that game quite often. And we both feel like the Tetris is way easier than Puyo Puyo. Uh, so that's something else to keep in mind. Some people will gravitate towards the Tetris side and some people will gravitate towards the Puyo Puyo side. Um, for me, Tetris is super easy. Like I can, I can zero in on that, but Puyo Puyo or Puyo Puyo side of it, uh, is like outside of my expertise. I haven't played that a whole bunch. Um, Finally, uh, another game that's really great for multiplayer would be Super Bomberman. That's a game that didn't start out super well at the beginning, um, but at the same time, they have consistently... Is that Capcom? I think it's Capcom. Um, They've consistently patched that game over and over and continually improved it over time. Uh, It runs at 60 frames per second now and is a pretty fun game to play. And they've even added in like tournaments and and, uh, things like that uh, to spice things up at free of charge. Anyway, thanks, Tom, for the email. I hopefully I've given you some some choices. Um, (laughs) As it turns out in this ridiculous first year of the Switch, uh, we have just so many games to play. And so you're going to have some some tough time choosing between all of those things. Um, other ways that you can get a hold of me, you can tweet at me at runjumpstomp on Twitter. You could call and leave a voicemail. That's 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. And finally, uh, you can join the community uh, on our Discord at uh, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. Join that community and talk to all of the fantastic people that hang out uh, in the nerd nest. I appreciate all of you guys for hanging out with me. Uh, thank you. Let's move on. This Christmas, Pepsi would like to help you celebrate the holidays with a chance of winning a present from Mario in the Pepsi Nintendo Holiday Game, where you could win one of thousands of terrific Nintendo prizes, like these action sets, game packs, and best of all, the sensational new Game Boy. So hurry up and play before it's all over. Look for details on how to win your Nintendo prize wherever you see these Pepsi holiday displays. Well, Capcom has announced today that Mega Man 11 is coming. It's coming to the Switch, the PS4, the Xbox One, and PC. This isn't coming until late 2018. Uh, They announced with a uh, video. Um, I'm I'm watching the video now. It looks looks like... um, it looks fantastic. It almost looks like cell shaded cartoon style graphics. It looks gorgeous. I'm very excited to play this. I've never been a huge uh, Mega Man fan, and that's because I didn't really play it back when um when I was a kid. However, when I first started streaming, and I don't think that these are av- actually before I started streaming, I had uh, ideas of oh, I was going to try to make YouTube videos, and so. I went through and played, uh, completed Mega Man 1. Um, that game was really, really hard, and I had a lot of fun with it, and a lot, everybody says that the games just got better from there. 
So I'm looking forward to playing Mega Man 11. I think that overall the gameplay looks really good. It looks very classic and with some extra bonus things added in. And I'm happy that they're bringing this to the Switch uh, as well as uh, PS4 and other places. Now, my one concern is are they going to hit that 60 frames per second? Because on a on a platformer, games or I'm I'm sorry, platformers tend to be really really important that they get those pixel perfect jumps, especially Mega Man. Well, I remember when pl- when I was playing through Mega Man 1, uh those those jumps had to be pixel perfect and the the idea that you could be playing through and miss a jump because it's not running at 60 frames per second would be really really frustrating. So I'm hoping that the game runs at 60 frames per second on the Switch. If it does not, then I will probably end up picking it up for the PS4 because this is a this is the type of game where it's very very important to have a high frame rate. Um, speaking of Mega Man, we also had other news from Capcom today. Uh, they also confirmed that every Mega Man X game are coming to consoles, including the Nintendo Switch. Uh, so I don't really personally, I don't really know the difference between traditional Mega Man and Mega Man X. I just know that at some point uh, they started making uh, Mega Man X games and then they continued to make regular Mega Man games and I've not really played much of them, Uh, but we're going to get all of them. Every single Mega Man X game, I think there's eight of them total and they're all going to be coming to the Switch. Now, all of this Mega Man talk, we really don't have prices yet. And what I'm curious is, what do you guys think is a good price for um, not just Mega Man 11, but Mega Man X? Now, Meg, for me, when I think about this, I feel like Mega Man 11, that is more of, that's a new game. And I think I would say it's a side scroller. And a lot of people will look at that and say, well, that do- doesn't take as much work in a side scroller as it does a 3D game. So it's not worth as much. And I don't think that that's true. But I would pay $60 for it, but my guess is that most people would not. And so I'm going to guess that we'll probably see Mega Man 11 come in at $40 uh, on on the Switch as well as other consoles. It might be $50 on the Switch because of the cost of the cartridge. Um, You know, we'll see what happens there. Uh, And then finally... Mega Man X, like all of those games, are we going to get them in one big bundle or are we going to buy them individually? That's the question. If they're, I hope that it's individual and you can buy each one. Actually, you know what? I hope that it's not individual. I hope you can, I hope that they give you an option. You can either buy them one at a time or you can buy the whole bundle and maybe get a uh, discount. Um, and I think that a fair price for a Mega Man X game for each one would probably be about $7 and maybe they could give the, and here's what I would do. If I were Capcom and Capcom, if you're listening, which, you know, I know you are, they're not, um, what I would recommend that they do is give Mega Man X away for free on all platforms. So the game is just free. And then have in-app purchases or microtransactions. And I know that people are like, what is wrong with you? I'm just saying, give microtransactions where you just are buying the next level. So Mega Man X2, you could buy for $7. Uh, Or you could buy, you could 
you could buy all of them and unlock all of them for a discount of like $5 a piece. That way, um, I feel like this would be good for consumers. Uh, if you know that you're a fan of Mega Man X, you probably will buy all of them at once and you'll get it at a discount. And if you don't know if you're a fan of Mega Man and you play the original Mega Man X for free and you're playing through it, you're like, man, this game's really good. Then you can turn around and you can say, I'm going to buy that, but you probably don't want to buy all of them because you're not so sure that you'll get through all of them. So you'll just buy them one at a time. And if you're buying them one at a time, then Capcom is getting more money. So, you know, you buy a Mega Man X2 for $7, whereas the super fans that know that they love the Mega Man games, they're going to get them for $5. Anyway, that's the pricing scheme that I would go with uh, for Mega for the Mega Man X games. And I think personally that I would, even though I'm not a huge fan of Mega Man X or, or of any Mega Man games, just because I haven't had much experience with them, I feel like I would probably buy the whole the whole shebang uh, all at once rather than piece it out one at a time. Uh, Vaxer in chat says that Mega Man 11 $60 is, is too much uh, for that, so... I'm curious what you guys think. Email me. Let me know. Runjumpstomp at gmail.com or tweet at me on Twitter at Runjumpstomp. Or you can just join the um, the uh, the Discord and, and, and have a discussion there in the Nerd Nest. It's Donkey Kong, the arcade sensation. And now you can play it at home. Hang on, sweetheart. I'm going to save you. Now you can play Donkey Kong on your ColecoVision, Atari VCS, or in television video game system. Donkey Kong has multiple screens, just like the arcade game. You're not going to stop me, you stupid ape. Play Donkey Kong on your ColecoVision, Atari VCS, or in television video game system. Don't worry, darling. I'll save you. There is a Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild broadcast announced for next week. It's weird that they didn't call it a Nintendo Direct, which is what they usually do. Um, but over the weekend, Nintendo announced that uh, Japanese streaming service Nico Nico is going to host a broadcast on December 12th at 7 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Included in the broadcast will be a focus on Japanese musician and voice a- actor Ichiro Mizuki. Uh, they uh, clearing of all of the game's trials from June Trial and Sword DLC. Uh, and then it says that Nintendo is soliciting players to submit their memories of playing through the game with selected entries being shared in the broadcast. Now, they don't say anything about Champion's Ballad, but for crying out loud, uh, the Champion's Ballad, for those of you that don't know, is DLC Pack 2. And Nintendo has... they they showed us or they told us the tiniest amount of information about um the champions ballad basically its title and then it has something to do with zelda big surprise there um and then it was coming out this year and then they've really been quiet about it other than reiterating that it's coming this year even when nintendo's um oh my gosh what's his name what's his name i can't remember his name off the top of my head um even when nintendo's producer of Breath of the Wild. Um, oh man, I almost had his name off the top of my head and I've forgotten it. Anyway, uh, even when he was accepting an award for uh, Breath of the Wild, he, like they said, look, we're very busy still working on Champions Ballad stuff. And they keep saying it's coming out in December. Guess what? It's December. It's December 4th right now. And my guess is that we're going to be seeing it 
Uh, they've they've got to talk about. You know what? I, I take this back. They don't need to talk about it next week. They don't need to talk about it at all. And here's why: the Game Awards are coming. All right. So I just looked it up, and the Game Awards are happening on December seventh. So in three days. Now, that is a place where a lot of stuff tends to get announced. Nintendo has been really doing well with uh, the with their their marketing this year uh, with the Switch and with its games. I think that we're going to see some very important stuff dropped at the Game Awards. Uh, I believe it was, I think it was two years ago when we first saw Breath of the Wild at the Game Awards. It was uh, Shigeru Miyamoto and Mr. Aonuma, that's the name I couldn't think of earlier. Um, They were showing off uh, how you could uh, use the tablet in order to mark places on the map and then go to those places. And this was back when it was just the Wii U, not showing off anything of the Switch. Um, So... My guess is that we'll probably hear Champions Ballad stuff in three days. That's that's what I think is going to happen. And that, that'll be two days from when this episode goes up uh, on the actual uh, feed. Thank you, Arislea, for reminding me that it's not actually Tuesday. So if we don't hear about it on the in three days from now, on the 7th, then I anticipate that we'll hear about the Champions Ballad stuff at this presentation uh, on Nico Nico. And if we don't hear from it then, then my guess is, good God, Nintendo, you've got to tell us something. Um, unless they're just going to pull one of those things where they, they show it off and they say, and it's available now. I always like it when they do that kind of stuff. King Kong, he's big, he's ugly, and he's no good at Nintendo. But you are. If you're a monster at Nintendo, you can join us at the Nintendo Power Fest at Universal Studios. You can compete for incredible prizes. Play future games that no one else has played and meet the Nintendo characters. It's the Nintendo Power Fest only at Universal Studios Hollywood. Let's show Kong who's really king. Well, it's been a couple days now and people have gotten their grubby little hands on the Xenoblade 2 controllers and started dismantling them to find out if, in fact, the D-pad is different than the original Pro Controller, or as I like to call it, the OG Pro. Um, And I guess it is. Uh, It looks like it does, in fact, have a slightly longer post. There are many, many um, pictures of it out there. Uh, You can definitely tell the difference between the D-pads. One of them has uh, the teal arrow buttons, and one of them has the gray arrow buttons on the D-pad. And the Xenoblade 2 has a slightly longer post. Did Nintendo do this on purpose? There's really no way to know. What I'm hoping is that they did and that they, because a lot of people say that it feels better. Now, I've never really had an issue with the Pro Controller on the Switch. I think that the Pro Controller on the Switch is a very good controller. I like it a lot. It it might be my favorite controller ever. Well, maybe second favorite. It's just really hard for me to decide. Um, but I think it's a fantastic controller and I've never had an issue with the D-pad at all. That being said, a lot of people have had an issue. And um, if this is something that makes people happy with their purchase, then hopefully Nintendo takes whatever it is that they've, the, the, the changes to the mold uh, that they've made, and they transfer that to the regular uh, Pro Controller. So what I'm sure that will happen uh, very soon is that the people who went out and bought a Xenoblade 2 controller and take it apart they're probably going to head out now and buy a new Pro Controller. The, the, the tough thing is, 
is how can you tell when it was manufactured and if it were new or not? So I think you're, you're going to see a lot of people speculating on whether or not this uh, change has made its way across to the to the OG Pro. Uh, anyway, take that, take all that with a grain of salt. And um, if you haven't picked up the Pro Controller already for the Switch, you probably aren't interested in it. I think it's great. It's really, really comfortable to play on, and I highly recommend it. Power Glove. Everything else is child's play. Well, if you haven't heard of Rainway before, um, they're at Rainway app on Twitter. Um, Rainway is this uh, company who are making an app to allow you to stream games from your PC to any device. Uh, Basically... Kind of like how if you have uh, a Steam link, you can stream your PC to your your, your uh, stream link, stream link, Steam link somewhere else in your house. Or if you've got a um, PS TV, you can stream your PS4 games to that device anywhere in your house. Or uh, I guess that you can also stream your PS4 games to your computer anywhere in your house if you've got the requisite software installed uh well rainway has been teasing for a really long time that they are going to be bringing it to the switch and they they posted uh is it today no it was yesterday they posted yesterday uh, at 9 a.m they said day one is almost done even more school even more cool stuff tomorrow and then they showed a picture of people playing on the nintendo switch i am so perplexed at the idea of this and not because I think that it's a bad idea because it's certainly not a bad idea. I think it's a great idea. The thing that I don't get is, is Nintendo on board with this? Are they doing all this work only for Nintendo to say, you know what, you're not going to be pushing this out? Because this is essentially, if you look at Nintendo historically, this is the kind of thing that Nintendo would get in the way of and say, you know what? No, we don't want this. This is going to be the kind of thing that leads to piracy and we don't want piracy on our platform. And uh, boy, oh boy, I'm just really, really, I mean, imagine that you could have an emulator on your PC that has every Super Nintendo game. And then you could use Rainway to stream those Super Nintendo games onto your Switch. Uh, Yes, you're still... Uh, stuck in your house with it you can't do it when you're away from well actually it says anywhere anytime so you know it's going over the internet as long as you have an internet connection you can stream your games that doesn't seem like something that nintendo would allow and so i know that a lot of people are very excited for this but i'm just worried not worried i'm just i am i have a lot of doubt that this is going to be something that ever comes to the switch i'm curious as to what you guys think do you think rainway is something that Nintendo will allow because I think that they're going to shut it down. I think they're going to say you're not putting this on our app store or game store or eShop. That's the word I was looking for. Um, good luck doing it on uh, Android devices and stuff like that. You were about to come face to face with the advanced video technology of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Batteries not included. There's Rob, the video robot you control. He helps you take on the challenge of Gyromite. Aim the zapper. See if you have the skill to score at Duck Hunt. There are more great games sold separately like Excite Bike, a programmable game, Kung Fu for high-flying action. The Nintendo Entertainment System comes complete with all you see here. Extra games sold separately. Your parent help you hook it up. Since last time, the only game that I've been playing is Final Fantasy XIV. Um, 
not on the Nintendo Switch, so I'm not going to talk about it here, other than I'm having a lot of fun with it playing it on the PS4. Um, let's see. Between now and there's no lightning round today because there wasn't a whole lot of news to talk about today, but that's okay. We can do with a light day. So let's talk about what's coming soon. Uh, December 5th. That's uh, tomorrow or today if you're listening to this um, not live or if you're a Patreon, not a patron. Uh, it says, the, the so what do we got? We got on the eShop, Caveman Warriors and Nine Parchments. Nine Parchments is um, my son and I played the the demo and the demo seemed kind of fun. He didn't like it very much. Uh, there's friendly fire in the game and it's a multiplayer game where you're wizards looking for parchments. Um, and you can shoot spells at each other and then combine the spells, uh, to do more damage. Uh, but you can hurt each other and he didn't like that. I thought it was really cool. I would not play it online. Like this is a game where communication is really, really important. So that's not something I'm interested in. Um, also coming to the switch is this is the police. Those are the games for December 5th. The next episode is December 7th, and it looks like we've got a whole bunch of stuff coming. So on the 3DS eShop, we've got Square Boy vs. Bullies Arena Edition, Japanese Rail Sim 3D Travel of Steam. Well, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Christmas Night Archery is on the 3DS eShop. And then for the Switch, we've got a lot of stuff. Uh, Human Fall Flat Tesla Grad. Uh, which I think is a side. I, I think I've seen Tesla Grad before. It's a, I, if I'm remembering right, it's a side-scrolling. Maybe it's a Metroidvania kind of game. Looks really cool. I think it's on my Steam wish list. Um, then we've got Phantom Breakers Battlegrounds Overdrive, Dimension Drive, Embers of Murim, Slain Back from Hell, uh, Neo Geo Top Hunter Roddy and Catchy Yo. Dan G, I've never heard of that. Acorn Tactics, Plantera DX Edition, uh, The Sexy Brutale, uh, Riptide GP Renegade, Red Game Without a Great Name, <laughs> uh, Vostok Incorporated, Plague Road, and Gunbird for the Nintendo Switch. It's get, it's getting to be. There's so much stuff coming out that I might just stop listing the games that are coming out uh, because... I can't possibly keep my eye on everything and uh, looking through all of this stuff. There's just so much uh, that I don't know about. So maybe I'm just going to leave this stuff off. If you feel strongly one way or the other, if you want me to always list the upcoming games before the next episode, uh, just jump into the Discord uh, and drop some information in the feedback channel. By the way, I've gotten a bunch of feedback about Boy, non sequiturs here. I've gotten a bunch of feedback from you guys about that that you want the the feedback section of the show uh, in the beginning of the show. So I'm going to keep it there, and I appreciate you guys letting me know that stuff. I that's really great of you. Uh, but if you don't care one way or the other of uh, what's coming up if, for me to list off stuff, then you know you don't have to let me know. But if you really want it there, or if you would prefer that it's gone. Uh, please do me the solid and uh, send me an email. Let me know on Twitter. Say something on the Discord and just let me know that I, it's something that we should get rid of because I feel like sometimes I'm just reading it to read it and uh, it might be better if I just make the show a little bit shorter that day. Well, anyway, speaking of short, that's all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed or a topic that you would like discussed, please let me know it. one of the ways that I've discussed throughout the show. If you're looking for ways to support the show, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash support. 
There you will find links to my wife's Etsy shop, my Patreon. Uh, You'll find my Amazon affiliate link. If you're doing some holiday shopping, make sure you use that link. It's also here in the show notes. Uh, It really, really helps us out. And uh, finally, thank you to Noteblock and Tom Winter for the uh, music uh, featured on today's show. I appreciate it. Uh, make sure you hit up their YouTube channels and give them a subscribe. Um, real quick, uh, want to let people know. It was funny. I was just sitting. I have to. Whenever I play my Switch or my PS4 or anything hooked up to my computer, I have to have my streaming software open, uh, and that's just so that I can get sound through my speakers. And it was funny. I was playing yesterday, and I got a new subscriber, uh, and I wasn't streaming, which you know really sub. sub, sub uh, surprised me, uh, and that was uh, Fuertismo. And I really appreciate the fact that you guys come to Twitch and subscribe here. Now, one thing that I want to let you know is a free way to support the show. If you are a member of Amazon Prime and you go to twitch.tv uh, slash runjumpstomp and you connect your Twitch account to your Amazon Prime account, uh, you can then subscribe to my channel or any streamer's channel for free and it doesn't cost you anything. Uh, and, and Amazon just sends me sends me money. It's really, really cool that they do that. Uh, one thing to keep in mind is that it does not automatically re- renew. Uh, so if, uh, if you subscribe and you want it to keep coming, you just got to come back in a month and hit that subscribe button again. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening and hanging out with me. Uh, I'm out of here. You guys have a great day. Bye-bye. <music> Switchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the publisher and distributor of the world's largest selection of digital audiobooks and spoken word content. Audible customers can listen anytime and anywhere to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, classics, and more. Get two free audiobooks to start. After 30 days, if you decide to cancel, you get to keep the books. If you decide to stay on, and you probably will, get one book every month for $14.95. In addition, you also get 30% off the price of additional audiobook purchases. Cancel anytime. Your books are yours to keep even if you cancel. You can sign up today for your free 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com audible and directly support the show. Thank you.